patreon.com slash Rayman Digital. Pledge $12 a month, and you will gain access to all of our exclusive Rain Man shows that we do every single month. For $3, you can subscribe to our behind-the-scenes tier where you gain access to all of our pre-shows. So head over to patreon.com slash Digital. We need your help. The Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% douche. What's up, bitches? Listener discretion is advised. So uncivilized. Previously on Rain Man. That every fucking tourist has. But this person will say it's a digital NFT copy of the Mona Lisa. That's not and a some thing. guy, some guy's gonna shell out like a hundred million dollars for you that. Thing. Kill yourself. This entire thing is based on a house of cards concept by the schmucks who buy skins in Overwatch and on fucking Fortnite. And this entire future is based on somebody who thinks that Blade Runner was really fucking cool <laughs> and is going to be the future. When the truth is, the future is going to be some sort of Orwellian Mad Max night. Can you? The future is going to be a bunch of mouth breathers living in their mother's basement, collecting nothing. <laughs> but it's a digital copy. It's NFT. Check it out, man. The reason why this gets me so hot and bothered is because we work too hard. Yeah. <laughs> we're marks. We are, dude. Can we get back to fake titties? Like, fake titties were good. Oh, you got to NFT them. Are yeah. these the real tits of Emilia? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to NFT a, a big dick. You know? I'm just going to listen. Uh, honey, I got a 12-inch dick. And then when we get in bed, when we get in bed, she's going to say, well, where's your 12-inch dick? You only have, like, you know, this <laughs> thing here. I'm like, you said you had 12 inches. I'm like, I do, but it's in blockchain. <laughs> And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. Guys, the limit, motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go get up. Let's go get up. Light them up. No, 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 no. Show. Hello, Thomas. Hello. Hello, Tony. Hello. Okay, so we're here today, all three of us once again. That's two shows in a row. That's a that's a year record. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Thank it you, really coronavirus. Is. Dude, it's fucking with my sense of time and reality and place. And Everything's universe. been kind of frozen for a year. Everything is just at a standstill. I was talking to my yeah. son's doctor and she's all like, yeah, you're over your son's overdue for some of his uh, vaccinations. Like, no, we were here just last year. She's all, that was two years ago. Like, oh, yeah. Coronavirus is like an asterisk in everyone's life. Yeah. It's like, OK, well, what did you do in 2020? Jerk off a lot. Yep. Eat Panda Express and Wendy's. Yep. Jerk off. Cry. I was going to say there's that. There's yeah. that. Uh, throw things. Yes. Develop cabin fever. Mm-hmm. 
uh, either yell at and or fuck your spouse more than normal. Usually both. Yeah, well, I don't have a spouse, so I they just... could be your hand. Yeah, my, my penis. I just heard it, really. They just yell at your hand and then... Yeah, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> You've been here your whole life, and you still don't know how to touch my penis with tenderness and love. <laughs> uh, no one just... knows your penis more than your hand, when you yeah. really think about it. No one does, or ever will. Um, I, I think women are okay with that. And <laughs> uh, perhaps gay men are like, I wish I was your hand. <laughs> Apparently, I'm in a gay relationship with Dante, the ex-convict. You know, show me your hand, boy. Let me see that. Let me see your grip. That's Go what ahead. happens when you're celibate for too long, Mike. Your, your eyes wander. Yeah, to... I mean, that's just the pickiness. Yes, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone completely. <laughs> yeah, that's what COVID did, man. I was trolling Slim Fast the other day for ladies. I was like, "What's up?" Slim I know. Is that still a thing? <laughs> so eighties. That's so retro, Mike. Oh, man. There aren't those diet places any longer, are there? There's like one-stop nutrition. Yeah, but that's more like protein stuff and weightlifting stuff. I'm talking like Slim Fast, Weight Watchers. They used to have buildings all over the place. Jenny Craig. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, they're gone. Non-existent. My mom used to take me to her Weight Watcher meetings. I was like 10. She used to go (laughs) to them. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, it was awful. It was so depressing. I remember that there's this one lady that every week she would go in because you would come into this Weight Watcher meeting and you would weigh yourself. That's the first thing you did. You weighed yourself. You went through your journal with your fellow uh, knitting circle, your diet journal, mm-hmm. and, and you would weigh yourself. And there's this one lady that never lost weight, but she yeah. would be the one that talked about all the good food she ate the entire week, but never lose weight. Oh, man. But she was the most like gung ho person about it. And yet not one pound. This lady could not lose one fucking pound. And every time she would weigh herself, she would say, oh, it must be water weight. I'm like, that's a lot of fucking water. Yeah. Well, what are you injecting it into your veins? <laughs> water doesn't weigh that much. How about you're just not really sticking to the plan? It's all a ploy. Someone's a liar. That's what mm-hmm. that means. Yeah. Someone was eating slices of pizza in her car before walking into the Weight Watchers meeting. <laughs> yeah. I hated going there. It Do you was, think that's why you have a, an obsession with your health? Yeah, let me fix your mic. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think that might be why you are so not obsessed, but maybe it's not know. the right word, but uh, who like knows? you're into health and fitness. Do you think it's because you were indoctrinated at the age of 10? No, because I thought that shit was stupid and I still do. The reason why I work out is solely for pussy, Thomas. That's it oh, okay. for chicks. Like if chicks didn't exist, if ladies if you're celibate, then what's the point? You still want to be looked at. Again, by but in but in COVID, then by who? Uh, when I go to the gym wearing my mask, you know, that was actually a fear I had because I saw some ladies look at me when I had my mask on. I'm like, oh shit! When COVID's over and I take this mask off, what if they're like, <laughs> we're like, oh please put the mask back on? What if I'm a butterface, dude? I don't think you're a butterface. Well, listen, I could be. What if they like what they see, but then they just don't dig my face? You know, my lack of jawline, my ridiculous chin. Like They might be like, what the fuck? I was looking at this guy for the last fucking year and had fantasies of him, and and this is what he looks like? That's why COVID porn became a thing, and that's why God invented the paper bag. Yeah, and also, I don't think Muslims have it wrong. 
in uh, in the Middle East. Like this whole thing wearing like um, hijabs and mm-hmm. and all these cool robes. This is that's where it's at. I've never been so liberated during coronavirus. Not worrying about shaving your face, not worrying about having, you know, perfect complexion because you can just wrap that shit up and go wherever you want. And you have an excuse. You can go in your PJs, the Circle K, without looking like a chump because why? COVID. I'm working from home. Well, you can. I want to live in the Middle East and maybe join Al Qaeda. Wow, that was a bit of a jump. Well, listen, <laughs> that's a little bit you too think extreme. They have a lifetime yeah. fitness in the sun, in the middle. Of I don't that? think there are any good benefits. You know, from what I hear, becoming part of a oh, listen. Anything's better than working for yourself. If they offer me insurance, I'm in. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's your insurance and your 401k packages look like? We have a great dental plan. That's Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I only have the one. So I'm like, we're, we're in the 80s and Russia still involves within yes, the Middle East. Secretly yeah. still involved. <laughs> this is the 80s retro throwback show. Time is meaningless, Mike, is the point of COVID is what we've realized. Oh, shit. Just hit the Rocky theme song and play us out. No, no. See you later, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So these pigeons are plotting against me. I talked about it during our last show. It took me a half second. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm like, what fucking pitch is he losing? Did it? you see them coming in? I did not. They no. moved over to the neighbor's yard. Finally, there were 30 of them in his front yard, and I they just started came laughing. Into the house? No, 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 no. Oh. They, they are. They they would if I let them. If I open the doors, that's how much of an infestation aggressive. I have. Aggressive. I didn't know pigeons were aggressive until I looked it up earlier today. Because one. Looks like he has his sights on me. <laughs> like, no joke. He's like, plotting your device. When I drive up to the carport, he gets, when I'm gone, they get more brazen, obviously. And then when I drive into my carport, into my home, usually they hang out. I can see them because I have a high roof. So I can see them all hanging out by the air conditioning. Mm-hmm. There's like 20 of them on that fucking roof. And when I pull up, Usually pigeons are supposed to fly. And they just stared at you. No, one of them puffed his chest out, a big one, <laughs> and walks to the edge of my home where I parked my car and just stood there looking at me. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. He's like, going, he's fronting you. You're the wrong neighborhood, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, you know, this is our home now. <laughs> you left. We claimed it. He puffs out his chest and he walks from the center of the roof all the way to the edge and looks down at me. I swear he's taunting me. He's like, he's like looking up and down, like going, is that all you got? <laughs> he's possibly even, you know, threatening to shit on me for all I know. That's the worst part. That's the worst part of all of this is they shit. <laughs> they shit all the time. They don't care. They don't uh, give a fuck where they shit. How much shit can a tiny animal like that possibly produce? Enough. Has there ever enough. been a science experiment done on that? There, that'd be interesting, honestly, if there was, because I remember there was one time at my work 
I came out to my car at the end of the day, and it looked like a pigeon had just like been a one hundred percent made of shit and died <laughs> on my fucking hood of my car. Jeez. It was the biggest. Like it looked like a man sized bird. Like the he just dissolved into shit. He just, just like his body mutated. He's yes. like remember the senator from the first X Men movie? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, like that. he just slowly turned into water, just exploded everywhere. The pigeon had that big of a shit. I'm like because either either that's exactly what happened, or he fell off like and died 30 feet other like away from my car from wow. you know the trajectory of shitting midair because I'm like that had to be 80 percent of his body weight like there's no fucking way yeah he survived this incident how how has someone not done a thesis on this like some college student Instead out of there telling us for the 40th time that like sex feels good and more men prefer sex than women's studies that we already fucking know about how much shit can a pigeon shit. Uh-oh. Yeah. If you had a shit-filled pigeon. <laughs> oh, that's a little riddle there. Yeah. Let's do it. That's more interesting to me. I would be interested in you finding out. You would read out. that. Let's say that's an article on Yahoo, Gmail, whatever the fuck website you're on, Reddit. You're going to click that. Yeah. Oh, I, for sure. If I saw that pop up. Like, listen. That's disgusting. Who would do that? And also how Listen, much? my iPhone and Google, they're listening to me right now. If um, That's true. If I ever wanted you to actually listen to me, now's the time. And make sure those articles pop up on my feed later tonight around 11 when we're done with the show. Thank you, Siri and Google. Appreciate it. See, I'm going to make this whole espionage work in my favor. You ever think that like... Show me the Khaleesi with boobs, please, later today <laughs> around 11. <laughs> Give me a 15 minutes on wine after the show. 11.15. Thank you, Siri. Thank you, Google. You ever wonder if like they have actual like people who go through all your stuff like there's someone assigned to you yeah they hate people because they hear all of our disgustingness i wonder if like it'd be you could talk to your fbi assigned agent like i don't know jeff you've been reading all my text messages what do you think i should do in this situation oh man what like, just an, an unsolicited number sends you i think you should leave her what <laughs> what if That'd a be fucking fun what if a really like hot FBI agent or CIA agent it was listening to me a and she's always watching me and she's like this guy's really good <laughs> and then she falls in love with me but she can't ever reach out because her department will know so My- she's stuck in this 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 love that she has for me through video Mike we make a lot of jokes here but we try to stay within the bounds of reality oh, okay. <laughs> I was in the middle of writing a rom-com I know, for me I know <laughs> Let me find some good rom-com music. Google search Nicholas Spark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you might as well, right? If, the, if they're listening to all your shit all the time, you might as well find a way to enjoy it. I'm just saying, like, they could do more for us rather than just spy. Okay, pigeons. Constantly. <laughs> so wait, are the pigeons involved? I guess so. <laughs> He's a bird lover, and he works out, and he's fun. Takes care of his kid all alone. She's like out in Virginia, reading all your text messages and your Instagram feed. Her husband, she's married in this scenario. Well, of course, it wouldn't be a He's a jerk, though. He's a piece of shit. He has even slapped her a few times, and she just needs a break. She's highly intelligent. She clocks in every day at that office, and her assignment is me. And she didn't expect to fall in love, but she did. <laughs> it's just like, just like trying to pictures of Mike. 
She hacks the security camera at the gym just to watch you run. And her husband finds out. This oh, abusive shit. man finds out that she has some obsession. And then he walks in one day while she is doing work from home with a special, you know, closed network, whatever, IP system. I'm just throwing out words. I know right, I, right. you know, at home, the CIA has allowed her to work at home on a safe line. <laughs> And he walked in and saw her looking at me longingly, and he got really upset. Right, as what he would. If her so she gra- happens to be a, an agent as well, and decides I'm going to eliminate this fuck. That's what's oh. going to happen. So she grabs Act her two. She grabs her laptop, closes it, holds it like a schoolgirl in high school does with her books while she's walking down the locker rooms <laughs> or the hallways, and suddenly it starts raining. And she whistles for a taxi. She goes to my house. She gives the taxi driver a, a huge tip. She'll keep it. All I need is love. She knocks on the door. I'm like, hello. You don't know me, but you. I don't need to know you. Get on in here. Shots roll credits. Yeah. That's a that's a fucking blockbuster right there. Get that's me a lifetime movie. Get me that's Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey on the line immediately. We're going back to our early 2000s with this one. That is early 2000s. Holy shit. Oh, you fucking pigeon. Shut up. Wow. Uh, the pigeon lands on the house right at the end. And then shits on her. <laughs> or you end up raising the pigeons. You know, like she's a bird lover. She's an ornithologist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. I like that one too. Tony, you can co-write this. She says, don't get rid of the pigeons. Don't listen to your mother. She doesn't know what she's talking about. We can raise them. Put them in cages. I'm from New York. This is what we did. You know, we laugh, but that really would work. Yeah. Someone would watch that. That If you could have, what's it, Thunder Force, whatever fucking terrible movie on Netflix? Yeah. Some streaming service will pick this up. I'm going to pitch it. You just need to write it down, man. You got it. It's, I don't need to write it down. It's already there, out there in the interwebs. Google <laughs> will remind me later, as well as Siri. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, these pigeons are out of control, though. Like, I, I wonder how they're... Like, how does their digestive system work? I don't know. You know, bringing it, it back to That's why their shit is so disgusting. Well, can do they just shit when the mood strikes? Or do you think they... Sh- do you think it's automatic? Like, they... Or do you think they need to shit? Do you think it's a nervous thing? Or do you think they shit because they need to? Yes. Both. Mm-hmm. All of the above. Can you imagine if we were like that? If God... If you believe in God... Or let's go. Let's go through the evolution standpoint here. If we evolve the same way as birds, as pigeons, mm-hmm. can you imagine if we ended up having the same digestive problems as? And I'm going to call them problems as pigeons. Like we just would shit whenever, whenever I'm in the middle of a business in the meeting, middle of a meeting, and I just shit, just in the chair. Yeah. And I'll hang my ass over just a bit so I can shit on something that never expected it nor wanted it to be shit on like a fucking hot wheel of my kids because that's what pigeons do too they just they shit on the most like random of things yeah anything yeah it's literally just like it's not even a thought they just shit 
Mm-hmm. I mean, so imagine you're walking down the street and you just dropped a dropped a load right there. Yeah, I'm like Thomas. I just saw you at the grocery store. I'm like, hey, Thomas, you're in the uh, frozen food aisle. How you doing? And then all of a sudden he shits, just right there. And that was my response. Just and then, and then we right fall in love. <laughs> Tony, in reviewing this movie, I did not see that twist coming. I did not see that coming. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, just- hey, listen, we met in the frozen food aisle. Uh, he shit himself by accident like a pigeon. <laughs> and we went home. I took sympathy on us. Oh, fuck, dude. Wow. Yeah, it, talking with friends at the bar, and you just shit. Oh. The, the planet pigeons so are disgusting. disgusting. Pigeons are disgusting. Yes, they are. I, I don't understand why they're around. I, I love animals, but perhaps maybe they should um, not exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah, dude, but this whole thing has become my thing now for the past several months because You're my creepy beer, bird guy. Yes, because I'm outside looking at the pigeons and people are walking, you know, their dogs in the evenings and mornings, and they're just looking at me, staring at the pigeons. You know what's happening right now? You're getting a glimpse of who you're going to be in 40 years. Oh. And then, and then all 40 of a sudden, years? Oh, now? <laughs> all of a sudden, when you talk like this, like, if you put your own self into these stories, yeah. the obsessions and the things that fascinate us, you realize that old people aren't weird they just don't give a fuck yeah anymore. they're tired of it they're because tired of pigeons old man mike is gonna be out there like the goddamn pigeons at 4 50 in the morning <laughs> and they'll be like this fucking no he's he's fine we don't have to call anybody he just goes out there and yells at the birds yeah i just listen i'm, I'm old man michael yeah. and i just want the pigeons to stop shitting and i want a rogue cia agent to fall in love with me is that so much to ask for <laughs> She takes me on the run because the CIA are after her, and she becomes a, uh, truly a rogue whoa, whoa, hold CIA. On. Save something for the sequel, and, and then we become like a born identity type thing. So I'm the girl in this scenario, something like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, both of you. No, because I'm not hardcore like that. She would have to be the one. It would be like she is Jason Bourne, and I'm that one random chick oh, that okay. dies in the third movie because they didn't know what to do with her. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so my mom is just so adamant as well about these pigeons, me getting rid of them. Like, they have consumed my life. I wasn't joking last episode. Like, they have. My mom comes over to help out around the house now that coronavirus is dying down. And, you know, she likes to scare me because that's what Mexican mothers do. She's like, you're going to get diseases, yeah, she's telling me flu. Yeah, she's telling me that I'm going to end up getting some bird disease mm-hmm. if I let them linger. Right. A bird disease. Just all of a sudden, because they're on my roof. Mm-hmm. That's that's mom science, which is cannot be argued with facts or logic. Yeah, and my son, though, that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm old enough now to realize that those were all lies as a child. Right. But my son hears his grandma say that, and he, like, just locks into it, believes <laughs> it. And now he's telling me, Dad, we got to get rid of those pigeons. We're going to die of some bird disease. <laughs> like, no, son, that doesn't exist. Bird disease exists, but it's not just completely arbitrary. Watch this be ground zero for like COVID-20 because of these damn pigeons. (laughs) We shut down the studio. COVID-20 
Well, you know, COVID-19 started from... A small suburban home in rural Tempe in Arizona. COVID-20 has been found as a cause by a bunch of pigeons shitting in one local man's watering hole. And so what's the water you use for the plants, which then spread to other things? Because you tried to garden tomatoes. And then my mom gets on the news. I told them, I told them to get rid of the pigeons. (laughs) He didn't listen to me. He thinks I'm lying about everything. We asked his neighbors what he was trying to do with the pigeons and if it was some sort of pet or hobby. We really don't know. Uh, old man Mike was just yelling at them every day. He'd come out about four or five in the morning, scream at the rooftop. We really just kind of stopped listening after the 50th time. <laughs> yeah, they're letting me take this battle on alone. Hmm? Not one neighbor has Would you has help your up. crazy neighbor yelling at his birds? <laughs> um, Like, honestly... Probably not. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to just let that one go. I, I, I'm prepared to die, though. Like, if the pigeon <laughs> if the pigeon disease gets me, Thomas, if the pigeon disease gets me, if I die, I die. I've been waiting my whole life to die. So. <laughs> you going to blame yourself or anything? Or, no. Or are you just going to accept it as that's that's how it goes? That's just how it goes. Like, what if this bird disease ends up being, like, my origin story, and I'm trying to resist? What if this is my time? This is my fate. This is how I become the bird-type superhero, some type of bird-type superhero. Or you superhero. pass away and you come back as a pigeon. L.P. John. The pigeon man or something. Pigeon man. He comes back as a pigeon. No, I don't want to die and come back. I, I, you okay. want superpowers, not Maybe reincarnation. Maybe if this is uh, Catwoman like, from like Batman that, like, Returns. Movie, just like that cartoon movie with Will Smith where he gets turned into a pigeon. Knowing my luck, I'd be shit on, and I'd turn to, like, pigeon shit man. Like, that, uh, that would be my superhero power. I'm pigeon shit man. Well, you know, you could just shit whenever you wanted on command, like pigeons, and then you just go around like you did in your movie. That's my power? I yeah. shit on people? Shit on command. Hold still! That's a horrible power. No one breaks the law in my town! <laughs> How dare you steal this old lady's purse? Come here, you You just shit on cars and various other things. Come here! What's Green Lantern's uh, little thing, he says? Oh, the slogan. (laughs) It's too long for a pigeon version. Well, listen, through darkest night... I will fart. Brightest day and, and blackest night... No enemy could or ha- evilness car hood will escape, escape my sight. Come here, shit where I may, I shit with might. I'd be like, you know, who are you? I'm pigeon man. Oh, I'm pigeon man. <laughs> terrible. I'm, no We're shit. Pitch, is this just us pitching shit. terrible movies? I think that's this a. Sh- is, I think that's probably a, a show we should just do. <laughs> Separately for this network. You know what we should do? We should do a like drunk concepts. history. We get a little we, we drunk to, we and we just pitch terrible movies. to like something like that's purely out of pigeon shit. Hmm? <laughs> how we roll. That's that's how we go. We just keep rolling downhill until some brick or something stops us. <laughs> a brick? <laughs> Someone throws a brick. I don't know. Okay, so homing pigeons live in flocks with a flexible social structure. They live in monogamous pairs and mate for life. Okay, well, that makes sense then if they're being territorial. 
They have fixed territories. See if they'll pay some they rent. They have fixed territories. They have claimed my home then. Yeah. You have roommates. And That's males show strongly territorial Puffing out his chest. behavior. Saying, bitch. He's trying to protect his, his woman. Trying to get at my girl? Listen, dude, I'm not into pigeons, bro. Go shit over there. And then <laughs> yeah. come back. Well, see if they'll pay your rent. Oh, well, then they're in. <laughs> oh, don't fret. These bloody yanks will be right back. Keep Rayman Digital on the air by pledging to our Patreon page. Uh, your continued support allows us to continue to make great content and offer even better features in the future. Help us keep the lights on in the studio by pledging $1 to $10 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Digital to pledge. All right, so live read, Thomas. Hmm. Beard struggle. Yeah, beard struggle. A place where men can take care of all their beard needs. All their beardo needs. A brand that's inspired by the Viking culture. From oils, tonics, creams to complete beard kits. Beard struggle has everything you need to keep your facial hair looking nice. Beast your face. Head over to thebeardstruggle.com and use offer code RAINMAN for a special discount courtesy of Rain Man Digital. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rain Digital. Pledge $12 a month and you will gain access to all of our exclusive Rain Man shows that we do every single month. For $3, you can subscribe to our behind-the-scenes tier where you gain access to all of our pre-shows. So head over to patreon.com slash Digital. We need your help. I have officially dropped $7,000 mm. of my own money for studio upgrades. That's what this box is. Yeah, so between that computer sex swing. as well as uh, a sex swing, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of money that has gone into this studio just in the last month. So yeah. please, patreon.com slash Digital. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. All right, Thomas. So if you want to get really mad. No. God damn it. No. How could you get mad after the last show? You know, like uh, you. I'm curious. What what uh, what can get Thomas even more mad? There's always something. There's literally always something. Bad baby made one million dollars. With just a few hours of going live over 
OnlyFans during her debut. <laughs> Who? Bad Baby, spelled B H A D B H A B I, and I don't think that has anything to do with style or street cred. I think it's because she's fucking ignorant and she probably doesn't know how to spell Bad Baby. She saw how phone was spelled and thought it was just really cool. Yes. Fanatics, it can be fun. <laughs> so Bad Barbie or Bad Baby made, see, that would be a better name, Bad Barbie. Bad Barbie would be, yes. Bad Baby made more than $1 million in just six hours after launching her OnlyFans oh, account. I know who that is. As she is the cash me outside girl. Oh, Extremely yeah. ghetto. We talked about her years ago. I'm going to play something, Thomas. So that you can remember her and get even more angry. In 2016, her and her mother were on Dr. Phil, where she got famous for being a piece of shit child. Utterly just awful human being. Garbage human. Horrible human being. Ghetto as fuck. Rude. A completely just, there's no redeeming qualities. And you got to probably blame her parents as well. Yeah, absolutely. But this child's awful. And yet she gets famous. Guys then follow her for four years, I'm assuming, on Instagram until she turns 21 or now 18. The day she turns 18, she opens up the OnlyFans. Oh, wow. Is that that's sleazy? So she's a to me, that's a little disgusting. It's kind of fucking gross. It's a little. It is. It's a little like if you're a 35 year old dude and you're like, oh, hell within yeah. Minutes of being 18. Like you're a creep. Yeah, and she's not even attractive. She's not. I was just looking at pictures. I'm like, you don't, you're nothing. Yeah, why are we making, here, let me just play the video. It's four minutes. I'm going to play through the whole thing so you can get mad. This is her as a child. Why do you want to hurt me? Everything has to be Barbara Ann's way or no way. She'll go after me. Good, good, bitch. Like, if I tell her, like, hit me, she'll try to hit me, and I got to, like, dodge her. Now, also, she is 100% white, Thomas. Can she even get out of my face? And she talks as if she is straight up hood. Down my door. I don't stop. This child would be terrified if she was ever dropped in the hood for five seconds. She's so over exaggerated. But she'll be like, oh, she threw boulders at my window. The pebble's like this little. She'll threaten me. If you don't do this or that, then I'm going to call your PO. You got one more time to hit me, Danielle. You got one more. I ran out four times in one day. And the cops brought me back every time. She wants me to be sent away. Want me just as bad? Put me in jail. So, tell me what you think you're doing that contributes to this chaos and this problem. I don't behave disrespectful. I steal cars. I steal her credit card. I ain't gonna lie. There's no reason She's to lie. 13. Everybody know already that. <laughs> First off, how is she stealing cars? Gives you the right to take somebody else's car. And she's 13. Like, it does her parents not exist? Because if my child tried to go out at night to go steal cars, his room would be bolted. Hmm? His windows would be sealed. And he would stay in that room. And I'd feed him. Through a little hole in the door. Like a prison. I would feed him like he's the dude from Goonies. What's that guy's name? Sloth. Sloth. <laughs> That's how I'd feed him. I'd slip him a baby Ruth every few days if, he, be, if he behaved be like this. 
He wouldn't even have the opportunity to hit me. He wouldn't even have the opportunity. That's not, you don't get a chance to hit. Your, there wouldn't oh even be this opportunity, Thomas. Yeah. If I tried to raise my hand at my mother at 13 or use the age, hand any age right now, I would be beaten into a corner. The chunkla <laughs> would just chop your hand off at the wrist. Yeah. I'm going to be sliding. You mean that's what makes me want to take the next bitch car. What now? I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Are you speaking English? <laughs> Do you have an accent of some sort? Tell them where it comes from. You know. <laughs> from the street. Um, what? Okay. So, <laughs> tell me again. He thinks it's wh- fucking what is funny. It you say to yourself that gives you the right to take somebody else's car. I don't say anything to myself. I just say, from all the right, that's a car. You know what? The moment my son tried to talk like this, <sighs> I'd slap him. I would be like, you're not going to do a thing until you speak normal. That's it. That's it. You're not going to talk to your friends. You're not going to have a phone. I will guard dog you. I will take time off of work and I will stare at you and we will be bored to tears, but you will not talk like a piece of shit and you won't steal fucking cars. You're 13. There's some type of a control you have over a 13-year-old, right? Yes. There's some keys on your front of me. I know where the car at. That's just, in, mm. in that case, I would I would you know definitely be pointing fingers at the parent at that point. They the lost control. fucked up yeah. way early. Something happened. Did you did you go to the fifth grade? <laughs> I don't blame this girl right now. I feel I, I actually feel bad. She's 13. I don't I feel bad for her because her parenting there's something going on abuse upbringing I don't know for her to act Your like parents this. screwed up and then her mom puts her on live television with Dr. Phil to be oh, humiliated that's another problem right there you're allowing the entire world to see your daughter and this will be there on the internet forever and maybe now the mother's patting herself in the back because she think, she's probably thinking, hey, you know what? My daughter is now a millionaire because of this video. She also became a rapper as well during this time. Oh, God. Yeah, she's a rapper and an OnlyFans star. No, I'm, I'm asking, how far did you go? Well, I stopped at seventh if you want to get technical. You stopped at the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So you did go through the fifth grade. Yeah, I did. Okay. I was just curious. Okay. So you just take it and you don't consider that it belongs to what? someone else. No. Your keys in my room, you're asking for it. You don't leave your keys in a per- in someone's you're room. You're on when TV, they you stupid bitch. You're asking for it. Um. So what do you think is going to happen when you happen to steal somebody's car that disagrees with that and decides? This is the problem with our world, dude. Instead of her going to juvie or jail or getting punished for this She becomes a millionaire. She became a millionaire, which just proved to everyone who ever looked up to her in a fucked up way, don't go to school. Don't speak English properly. Don't learn anything. Disrespect your parents. Disrespect the law. And you'll become a millionaire. And you will become famous. Well, this is what society is now telling our kids. And I know, like, we sound really fucking old right now. That's fine. I know that people like to compare what's going on right now with, you know, the rappers of the 90s and now parents and, 
you know, evangelicals were going ape shit with the rise of gangster rap. This is different. This is completely different. This is totally different. You have people making money off of being pieces of shit, and we are enabling all of them. We're enabling this problem child. So much so that she became a millionaire. America is a fucking circus, and we're surprised that the clowns have center stage. Here's her catch, her catchphrase. Did you say the 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 hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yes. Oh. Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. Catch her outside means she'll go outside and do what she has to do. That's what she's talking about. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is okay, all, yeah. This is all, but don't you see that this is all mouth? This is mouth. Oh, so sorry. you want to take this outside? Because I think they can bring cameras outside. Really? Because I think I flipped you. <laughs> she's talking to you her mom now. Again? She's in a, do you want to go outside? Because I think they can take cameras outside. 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 I'm going to start talking like that. Really? Because I think I hey, Thomas. Do you want to do it again? That she has or something? It's, it's called, called being fucking stupid. Please, oh, this is not the place. Right. This is not the Sit place. Down. Sit down. All right. Damn. Sit down. Flip me now. Flip She's me talking now. trash Anybody to her mom. Her. Is that like little like Jamaican or like what the hell? It's, it's, like, it's, like it's, called, it's called ignorance. Yeah. That's what it's called. So, yes, bad baby made one million dollars it dude six hold on a second here that's didn't even go she by how she posted a video it. on tiktok of what appears to be her revenue one million ninety two thousand seven hundred and sixty two that's there rubbing, is, okay, so there is no God. In is all, she she writes, not bad for six hours, rebroke the fuck out of that OnlyFans record. An insider also says the rapper's account is on path to generate more than $5 million in gross revenue in 24 hours. This is why aliens don't show up here. Because we're a backwoods trailer park planet. Full of idiots. It appears some subscribers may have taken issue with the 18-year-old's body as she later took to her Instagram story to clarify what they expect, what they can expect on her account. She's like, I don't have no big donkey booties, so don't expect that over here. I cannot supply that if you have any complaints. Call customer service. Uh, so she's not even attractive and they paid all this money. Some comments are, damn, y'all wasted y'all money to see a girl that just turned 18. Another yep. writes, every day I lose more faith in the human race. Yep. That was me. Whoever actually. bought this shit, creepy as fuck. Y'all yep. gave her a million dollars in a few hours. What the fuck? A baffled fan wrote. Can you imagine? Like, this does make you want to give up on life. It does. It, th- this is worse it than absolutely NFT. absolutely does. It's like this person. Don't bring those up who again. Gr- she's 13 years old, was a horrible, awful human being to her mother. She's probably done horrible things to other people. And now we made her famous for it. I mean, this is what America does. Yeah. We make the most sorriest of individuals famous and we reward shitty behavior. And yet we are still trying to change police brutality and we put the emphasis on identity politics and who your favorite president is and who your favorite president is to shit on. 
but we're not actually dealing with these types of things. All of our problems in this country can be traced right down to this type of behavior. An utter moral decay. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Is like it, we morals, are diseased. We're, we're fucked in the we're, head. We're diseased because we feed these people. Yeah. And we make stars out of them. The Kardashians. All of the reality television shows where they literally make money off of shameful acts that people do. Yep. Fucking crazy. This world, man. I agree. I, I have less and less faith in humanity as time goes do on. Do you think there's a, a reality show company, produ- production company that would like to do a reality show on me as I transition to a pigeon and start <laughs> shitting on people randomly? Here's the, I bet you you could probably sell that these days. Yeah, I'm going to shit on you, Thomas. I'm be like, catch me outside. <laughs> catch me outside, bro. I'm going to be on that ledge right there waiting to shit on you. you just, you're on your roof hanging out with the other pigeons. <laughs> just practice your coos Here. like that. I'll do it right now. <laughs> That's our trailer. I almost fell. <laughs> Catch me outside, Thomas. Catch me outside, brah. God. I'll be on that ledge, shitting. This is where you bring in the BB gun. Hey, where did you park, Thomas? When in you... the street. Okay, well, just when you go outside, just watch out. There's a big old shit on your hood. Is it a bird shit? No, it's mine. (laughs) All right, so let's get into some news, Thomas. Are you ready for some news? No. (laughs) The world is fucked. That's your news. He's really angry. That's your news. Who gives a shit anymore? Catch the word outside, Thomas. Catch the word outside. Yes, let's do it. All right, here we go. I don't have news music, so just begin. All right. We're very professionally. um, His pigeon brain can only handle so much, everybody. Yeah, because fifty percent of my now. brain power goes to my my ability digestive system. Yeah, yes. my ability to shit at at well. Mike, you're still smarter than this man. Arizona man accused of slashing neighbor's tires left his severed finger behind. Oh, oh I think that might connect you to the crime. Authorities in Arizona have arrested a man who police believe severed his finger while slashing his neighbor's car tires, as opposed to other tires, after an argument. Maricopa Police Department spokesman Hal Couser said Kevin Johnson was arrested and identified as the owner of the finger. What an idiot. Can you be an owner of a finger? Well, it's just who's, your finger. Who's, uh, whose finger is it, Thomas? <laughs> uh, is it yours? <laughs> then you're the owner of it. So that's a proper... Are you the owner of your dick or is it just your dick? Oh, I'm the owner of my dick. Okay. Well, that, you know, I, I kind of walked... Sometimes I lease it. <laughs> uh as the owner of the finger found in his neighbor's driveway, uh, Francesca Wilkoff told police she found the finger on April 15th after discovering her vehicle had two slashed tires on one side. Police said a trail of blood led to a nearby resident. This is just fucking Pink Panther crack, crack Whoa. criminal work here. What a moron. Uh, authorities said Wilkoff and her husband went to... It's not that hard to slash a tire, number one. It's not. How do you fuck that up? Like, put his hand on the tire, and like, I'm going to slash this, and then went right over his finger. Oh. I missed. Oh, that's going to leave a mark. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh, wait, my finger's gone. How did you not pick it up? How did you not pick it up? How did you not pick up your finger? Who leaves that behind? I know. Well, I'm just going to leave it there. Wickoff and her husband went to a neighbor's home the day before. She told the police a male male neighbor joined them uninvited and became drunk and aggressive. Ah, 
Okay, that's where it is. Oh, he was drunk? Wilkoff said the neighbor pushed and threatened her and her husband before being asked to leave. Johnson was arrested on multiple charges, including criminal damage, assault, threatening, and intimidating, and disorderly conduct. Uh, that's the end of the article. Here's This is the thing. This is what bothers me with the news. This is not an article. This is the start of an article. The story of how someone got drunk and was super belligerent at a party and what exactly happened and how the situation led to him chopping off his own finger and fleeing the crime scene, leaving behind the finger. Like, that's the whole beginning, middle, and end of this story. And this part starts off like, once upon a time, a man chopped his finger off. We don't know why or how. That's the end. <laughs> that's not a if fucking story. If security footage caught him doing this, like, it would be like going in fast motion with his thumb. And he slices his finger off. He's like, oh, fuck. Blood spraying everywhere. Just falls into the side of the car. And then you're, you're my ground. partner in the crime. You just, like, shake your finger oh, at God, me. Oh, God, Jesus. I told you not to do that. Like, just running around, <laughs> bloody hands spraying all over the car and shit. There's so many questions, and this article will never be. I really solved. wish I've always said this, and it's been a while since I've said this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. Those are the hard hitting questions, Thomas. Mm-hmm. If I was a journalist, I would get into the nitty gritty. How do you not ask what happened to the finger? Did what he, happened at the party? It, Why what, did you feel the need to slash your tires? How'd you miss the tires and hit your hand? Those are Why'd the you questions. Leave the finger? See, Thomas, now you're you're spot on. God damn it. Those How is no one concerned? That is true journalistic integrity right there. Reporting on the real story. This person saw a tweet from like the police department. I would interview and just him. Fucked it. I would interview him. I'm like, here, sir, um, I'd like to know what was going through your mind as you uh, decided to slash your buddy's tires. And then you realized in the heat of the moment, uh, you were a dumbass and you sliced off your own finger and then left it. Uh, I, I had nine of them with me still. So I figured I could probably... At what point did you realize you were supposed to have 10? Well, I don't really use that finger a lot. So I figured okay. I'd just leave it leave it behind, you know? Now, the trail of blood that led from the crime scene to your house, did you ever think you'd go back with, like, OxyClean or some bleach and take care of that? Or were you just hoping that no one would notice? I think he decided to just say, fuck it. You know, I took, I cut my finger off. I'm outie. I'm, I'm done. Ugh. <sighs> I wonder if he was so fucked up. He didn't even know. The problem got, is yeah, that, 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 right? that be... thing that you said in the past, Thomas, like eugenics, like this is this eugenics. Is... Bring back eugenics. Not everyone, you know, like bad Barbie doll or whatever the hell should be able to have children. Oh, she definitely should be. Um, I'm just saying. I don't there believe be in test. forced sterilization, but mm. she she might. I, mean, yeah, I, I might I might go with Thomas. I definitely one. would catch her outside and sterilize the fuck out of her. But like, <laughs> you cannot breed children ever, please, ever. It's for the greater good of humanity. I think that's a certain point. In order to save humanity, we have to doom some of humanity. Like that's just how it works. If I was an alien and I had to, if I was Thanos and I had to kill off, what, what was the percentage? Half. Half. If I had to kill half the people, I would go solely on IQ. I think that's where Thanos fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. Thanos was kind of random about it. He's like, you know what? He was trying to be fair. He was trying to be fair. And that's that's Stupid. because Thanos has a good heart. When it comes down to Hashtag it. Hashtag Thanos was right. I would have done it differently. I was with I, Ultron. I would. Uh, yes, I am more. I'm more synced with 
Ultron. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. We don't deserve. We need another cataclysmic to event to wipe the slate clean because we've clearly not been worthy of it for some time. And yeah. the the powerful ones, the the ones that are meant to propagate propagate will. I, I mean, Thomas, if I was Thanos, Thanos Michael, I would only snap Thanos away. Michael. I'd snap away all the people with very low IQs. But the That's Avengers it. were going to stop you, so it's their fault. We need to blame them. So are we the villains here? We have like Thanos, Mike, Ultron, Thomas, and crazy Loki Tony. Mm-hmm. I would snap away Captain Marvel as well. Yeah. Definitely snap away Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and that scene where we have friends from uh, Infinity War. Or whatever. What Endgame. All right. We need to close out today's show. want to thank everyone for listening. We're going to snap the rest of the show. We'll be right back with the post-show. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. What up, everyone? It's your man, Tony, and this is the Rain Man Post Show. And I'm here with my buddy, my sidekick, my homie, Mr. Thomas Cowley. Hello. How are you? Angry at the world is it, is, is it is it at the world against, uh, you know, like so-called internet sensations, or is it along the same wavelength like Michael with his... How do you feel about pigeons? <laughs> it's not towards the pigeons. It's towards the internet. You know, everyone makes the joke these days that idiocracy was supposed to be a comedy, not a documentary. Mm-hmm. Well, one, too many people who like just retweeted that didn't really get it, which is kind of the problem in itself. But I, the more time I spend, the more the Futurama meme of, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. The more, that I feel we've just gotten dumb. Like we look at literature from the fifties with like, like the foundation trilogy and Philip K. Dick and all these scientific future Arthur C. Clarke minds talking about how society and humanity will move to the stars and do all these great and wondrous things. And meanwhile, it's like, cash me out, catch cash. I don't know. Somebody's do something. She's saying catch me outside, but it sounds like she's saying cash me. That's why I was wondering, you know, like, I, I'm, and man trying to become a pigeon and only fans and I, I think that we went uh I think our our angst towards the pigeons were elevated with yet an example of what has been a, mostly been a problem social media wise is that everybody for some strange reason thinks they're an influencer mm-hmm. on the internet and a person who is absolutely unworthy or has has not contributed anything zero to society like this this thing (laughs) (laughs) that cash me outside girl and then now she's like uh, of legal age which is sort of disgusting to be on of dude that's creepy and she gets a million dollars as a capitalist even i would probably like think first before i start giving a okay edit a million dollars you really Mm, eh. it's just the more that you learn about humanity the more it makes sense that we're just we're not alone in the universe we're just been quarantined 
If you think about it, Thomas, I mean, coming off of and speaking of the quarantine, a year of pandemic where everybody had to be forced to stay home. Everybody really just only had their computers and their webcams. Mm -hmm. So next thing you know, we probably bred to a brand new generation of these terrible uh, people, terrible people, you know, like uh, and then, you know, like this may not be the last time we're going to hear of someone as unworthy of this, of gaining a million dollars, you know, and, you know, like, I mean, for crying out loud, Mike's right. We're working our asses off. Yeah. And she gets the million dollars. What the fuck? Yep. Well, life's not fair. That's why and then you die. That's, that's my dad why me. God is punishing Mike by sending, <laughs> by sending the pigeon, by plague? sending the pigeons. Cause you know, quite honestly, you know, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm not that I think about it, you know, like I don't see a lot of pigeons in my neighborhood, but they've all moved to Mike's house. Yeah. It's like, it's like the making of the birds too. It really is. And while that is an interesting, you know, behind the scenes, East documentary show like the Kardashians, I'm more interested in this rom eighties rom-com that that he pitched throughout the whole episode I think, with the woman I, who worked at the FBI. I think if you put Mike under very dire, stressful situations, he can boom come up with like the most probably one a great rom com for lifetime. The lifetime movie. Absolutely. That's definitely a lifetime movie. Yeah. Where it, like the plot is very basic, but very, very creepy if you look he, at it from I the right think angle. I came up with a franchise idea. I What's really the name? We never came up with a name. I don't know. Something yeah. clever with like the distance between them and and like like homing hearts or something like that because the homing pigeons and you know so, and there's a distance between them. Her in Virginia, where the FBI is. The like, name is FBI. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's fucking so terrible, and therefore. Perfect could, for lifetime. I could see that, like, sort of, like, even shortened, like, some sort of personalized license plate. FBI, love you. That would be the name of the movie. It would be probably. It would be stream. It would be streaming on you know HBO what's gonna Max. Happen too. There's going to be, be on the theaters at the same time. Mike will like hate the pigeons in the beginning, and there'll be one who he like has to fight with constantly. But then that one will be like his friend pigeon, and he'll be like That's he'll land on his shoulder up. once become, the girl leaves for a bit, and at the end become, of Act Two, they become antagonist and protagonist towards each. And then then he's friends with the pigeons, like the mouse trap and Nathan Lane movie. Next thing you know, he's like upstairs on his roof, a pigeon's cage. He, well, no, he's sad because she left, yeah. right? Or she's like, I have to go. This isn't working. And he'll be on his roof sad about it. And then that one pigeon who's been like a dick the whole movie, yeah. but like in a funny way, will land on his shoulder and just kind of settle there. And he'll pet him for like a minute as the music plays, you know? And the, the, pigeon, the, sad fly, music. the pigeon flies towards her and sort of like, you know. At the end of the movie when she shows and then, back. And then she sort of like feels, oh, it's you again, my friend. And all of a sudden, you know. Dude, the this really does write itself as a like, shitty like adam sandler if he ever listened to this would make this a movie adam sandler would be starring he would, oh absolutely he'd star in it but i'm saying this is what's going to happen if there's ever a movie like this we know where it came from and it's bullshit and we're gonna get our lawyers involved uh, that's why you but, know like maybe this is this is this is what we are destined i mean if uh if uh if uh if 
if a coming to of age slut can get a million dollars in like a in like a in like, a, in like an, an hour or so, surely we, we can get a buck ninety five. We for should this just idea. we should just swallow our pride and go through with this rom com. Yeah, I think it has legs, or should we say yeah. wings? Because yeah, because yeah. the general public is stupid at this point. They'll right. they'll, they'll eat anything, and I would watch that. <laughs> This summer, Michael spreads the wings of love. Oh, God, that's terrible. Starring Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. <laughs> you got to have like a sidekick for for it's the for, pigeon, for the character. Yeah, no, no, another sidekick. Oh, the, like that quirky kind of fat yeah. friend, like a Jonah Hill character. Uh-huh. Play no, no, no. The girl needs a friend too. The CIA agent needs to uh, have one of those ladies that bring that do the mail. You know, in those yeah, offices. Yeah. Male uh, girl. Like, she needs to have that friend or, that no, tells no, sorry, her. Hold on. Gay friend. Yeah. Yeah. It like, has to be Agatha. You know, you know, from WandaVision? Uh, Remember Agatha? Oh, like, yeah. that chick it was always the best friend in those movies. So she's got to be. And uh, my friend will be um, Thomas Cowley. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, do you, uh, what do you think, Thomas? I think we start out writing a draft. I think we get a, sp- a script going. We got the outline. We did it here in 15 minutes. The movie can't be that fucking I hard to I think I'm write. actually going to write it for fun. You should, dude. Just you for should. shits and yeah, giggles. Might as well. Absolutely should. And what, then we Mike, should have the a table way, read. You should, yes. At the rate that this is going, we're laughing about it. But tomorrow, someone's going to be like calling you from Lifetime or Netflix and saying, Michael Flores, we came your across your uh, treatment over here. This is like, uh, I think this guy, this thing has legs. You know, have you, you know, like um, for the female lead, have you heard of this girl, the cash me outside girl? <laughs> I think, Mike, you should put this as like a challenge and try to write it within three weeks or a month. Just like crap that script out. Just to yes, literally crap it with out. This, yes, literally, you can. literally with my, new, with my new pigeon man power, maybe I can just crap it out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> FBI, I love you. You got a title. You got an outline. You have all the characters. You have your main plot point. Come on, you can do that. It can be deliberately terrible. It'll be perfect. <laughs> It'll be like every Lifetime movie, disgustingly awful. Tony can be can play the abusive husband. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a hesitation. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, no, I got yeah. it. I, I know the role. Yeah, well, like, now, when I slap her, am I really going to slap her? Or is that just pretend? Backhand, is or that, do you want like you, a, more of a palm? Uh, can I kick? Is there a stunt double involved, or can I do it? Jesus. Got the wife beaters already. Yeah, there you go. Some of them pre stained. Yeah. <laughs> Why would an SCI agent be married to a guy that, because everyone makes that mistakes looks like, in their 20s, that looks like he works at Mel's Diner? He has like a wife beater on, he's all beer stained. <laughs> Because everyone makes mistakes in their twenties. Oh well, hey, come on, we we got something to work with, so maybe we could like uh, continue to work on it and discuss. I think even we more. need regular. I updates. like a table read. I do. I love. I like that idea. a table read. We could like involve a lot of people in the network. But anyway, while Mike works on that treatment, we will see you next time right here on the Rayman Network for my buddy Thomas Cowley. And my homie behind the computer over there, Mikey, this is your man, Tony, saying, catch you later. Catch me outside. Jazz. Jazz Club. I got a hoe named Real the Real. She got a buddy named SB12. Now you know the deal. We get freaky in the studio late night. That's why the beats that. Oh, yeah.